I'm not good enough. No one likes me. Everyone else has a clean house. Her kids are smarter and cuter. She's skinnier, more fit, prettier than I. Her husband is more romantic than mine. I think there is a time in our lives when we have believed these lies. Lies that tell us we aren't enough and everyone else is better. Today, Melanie and I are going to dig into these lies, discover the root problem, learn how to recognize the lies, and then share ideas to stop the destructive cycle. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. Melanie, I struggle with believing lies. Mm. On a daily basis, I can say this is something that the enemy hits me strong. Yeah. Please tell me I'm not alone. No, no, you're not alone. I have days that are better than others for yes. sure. And there's lots of things at play. If I'm tired, if I'm if I'm hangry, oh man, <laughs> you know. Or sometimes it's a season of grief or loss. Sometimes it's just physical. I know we talked about this when I was having my thyroid issues. Satan used that too. So there's some legitimate, like practical things that are factors. But I think really it's just the enemy. He doesn't like it when we go about our business doing God's work. Absolutely. We were thinking about doing this podcast, how many lies I realized were hitting me. And God was so gracious to give us both some examples here that just happened in our own personal life. Let me tell you one that happened to me Thanksgiving Day. We were spending time with family, playing games, um, doing different activities, and little man was having a rough day. And as I heard family get on to him for some of his behaviors, every time I heard those comments, my shoulders just sunk. And suddenly the enemy starts going, Heidi, you're a bad mom. Mm Mm-hmm. You haven't raised your child well. Mm -hmm. If you would have done X, Y, and Z, your child would not be doing Mm -hmm. what he's doing. And I just felt the weight of these lies. And as the evening went on, I was getting more and more discouraged. So I went to bed that night, was laying in bed, saying my prayers, talking to God about the day, processing. And I just felt, I felt hopeless. Mm -hmm. I felt like a failure. And I had believed that because I could tell just with my body language that I had accepted that lie. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say in this calm, beautiful whisper, Heidi, that's a lie. Mm. You are not a failure. You are not hopeless because God is molding you into the parent He desires you to be. And so I started thinking back through different things that I've written down about who I am in Christ. Ephesians has a bunch of them that I've written down. I am loved. I am cared for. I am chosen. I am given a hope and a future. My favorite verse, Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 29, 11. I am given a hope and a future. Mm -hmm. And as I started retelling myself these truths that I had learned in my quiet time, I felt my entire body become stronger. I felt like I could 
begin the next day as a woman with hope. Yeah. It's counterintuitive. We relax into the strength that we get from God's Word. Yes. And when we do that, you can feel it. And you're not carrying the weight of that lie. And I think that's what we forget is that when we believe those lies, it is like carrying around boulders in a backpack. Absolutely. I mean, you just are stooping further and further with every lie. To be honest, I didn't even realize I was believing a lie. When you were just saying that, like thinking about how I'm failing as a mom— I mean, I would just tell that to myself. It became an internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. But then you said, I had God's truth to fall back on. So you said that about your quiet time. What does that look like for you? Like, what's the groundwork that you, the foundation you've been laying so that you could combat those lies? Oh, you know, and and several years ago, I can say that I would have just swam in this Mm, lie. Yeah. I wouldn't have. I I can even say, Melanie, I don't think I even realized it was a lie. I just thought it was fact because I didn't know the truth. I didn't know who I was in Christ. And so what I have done is made a list of who I am. So Mm -hmm. when I find it in scripture where God says something, I write it down. And I have taken what I have found and put it in the ABC Jesus Loves Me Be Intentional Planner because I want us all to swim in the truth, not the lies. So what I did that night is, first of all, I named the lie. I named the lie that I'm a bad mom, Mm -hmm. that I'm hopeless, that my kids are never going to amount to anything, (laughs) that I'm wasting my time, and I named those. Mm -hmm. Then I claimed the truth, Mm -hmm. and I said, I am chosen by God. I am a work in progress My children were created by God uniquely, especially for a purpose. So I named the lie and I claimed the truth. And in that, I experienced freedom. That's such a great word picture, too, of having that freedom. And it just reminds me when you were saying that of a time when I didn't have that freedom. I eventually got there, but I lived the weight of believing a lie for months so I can attest to that physical exhaustion that comes about from carrying that lie. I'd had a break in fellowship with a family member. Some things were said. There was some wounding and some hurt. And in the immediate days after that incident, I wore that lie that I was unlovable and unworthy and not valued. I wore those around all day long. I woke up with them. I went to bed with them. It didn't seem to matter what I did, what I prayed, that I could not see truth. And Melanie, because our friendship has lasted so many years, I live that with you. Mm-hmm. I watched you swim in those lies as you were doubting yourself and your character. Yeah. But I also can sit here and say, I watched a time just a couple of weeks ago that you named the lie, and it encouraged me. It was actually kind of a two-pronged thing. It was a work situation, but the co-worker is, I consider, a good friend. Something was brought to my attention that I was doing that was not helpful, that was not beneficial. And so on the employee side, it felt like this person was saying, your work is not good enough. You're not valued. You know, it's just, this is not going to work. And then on the friendship side, it felt like a rejection of that friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard not to take that personally. Mm -hmm. 
And so what the Lord very quickly did, though, this go round, having had a few years of experience under my belt, sitting in the car, waiting to pick up one of my kids from school, I just began to name that lie, lies plural in this case, and I turned them back to God in prayer. Is it true that my work is not good? Is it true that I don't bring value to this opportunity? Is it true that this friend is rejecting me? And you know what that does is it first allows me to say, well, when I say that about my friend, I'm not believing the best of her. And that's that's my fault. Mm. And when I say that my work is not good, that tends to be one of those always never circumstances. Yes. I begin to reject all of my work. Um, and so that can be a, that's a doozy of a snowball. But what God does then in that moment is he brings truth to my mind. Like you were saying, having read scripture and studied God's word, study his character and who I am to him, I'm able to then process through much more quickly than I did a few years ago. I do bring value because of Christ in me and the work he's done in me. Absolutely. So it's not something that I have done necessarily. It's the work that he's done in me. And it's a way of affirming his faithfulness to me, Heidi, because I can say, look how far God has brought me. And that is what was so beautiful to sit back and watch, to see you take what was said to you. And Melanie, I was humbled by watching you. I was absolutely in awe going, you know what? I don't know that I would have handled that situation that well, but you took ownership in what you owned. Mm -hmm. You let go of what you didn't. Yeah. Cause there was definitely, I mean, honestly, there were feelings where I was like, wait a minute, that's not me. That's not on me. Mm -hmm. And I will say in years past, I would have gotten angry about it. Mm -hmm. I would have held on to it and I would have maybe even gotten bitter about it. Yes. And then that would have manifested in my interactions with this person. Absolutely. That's the Lord's work in me is just, I can only control myself, my responses, my reactions, and the rest is up to God. But in naming the lie, you were able to then claim the truth. Right. Satan is so crafty. And I mean, we've talked about this before, how uniquely he designs the lies for each of us. And so what got its claws in me maybe wouldn't get its claws in you. Exactly. And so the general encouragement is ask God to reveal the lies that you're believing mm-hmm. and then do the work. Read your Bible, study scripture, know who you are in Christ so that you can refute it with truth. Yes. Yeah, the verse that keeps coming back to my mind as we've been talking about this is 1 Timothy 6, 19, that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Mm -hmm. And Melanie, how many times do I believe a lie, whether it's said by a friend, my spouse, my child? I hear that lie and I claim it as truth. And then I kind of just put on my swimming suit, grab my beach towel, and I dive all in. Mm -hmm. And I swim in this lie thinking that this is just what life is. Right. When this verse is telling us that we need to take hold of the life that is truly life. Yeah. And true life is freedom. Amen, sister. It's freedom yeah. about who I am in Christ. It's freedom that is truth. Yeah. And it is freedom that allows me to flourish. Yeah. So the next time you hear a lie that you aren't good enough, that you're a failure and that it's hopeless, name it and claim it. 
say, not today, Satan, I am believing the truth. I'm going to walk in the freedom that I am made in the image of God. I have a hope and a future. I am deeply loved. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.